No stress, no strife. Make Jesus your best friend and live a happy life. Amen. Good morning, God morning. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and we're continuing in a glorious week of praise and worship to God. I want to dedicate today's podcast to a couple of people that we have lost, but they haven't lost. They're winning. They're with the Lord right now. So rest in power, is Maria. Rest in power, MJ. God is good, and he has all of us in his grip. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. And I'd like to also dedicate the podcast to Sean and Nadia and Jersey and Justice. What a beautiful family. And thank you for continuing my birthday celebration. It's been a great one. Okay, let's pray from the wilderness. Gaze your eyes up to heaven and join me. Dear Lord, teach me to be cognizant and grateful for your grace. I know being a vessel for you positions me for positive and negative situations, but you already know the incidents that I will encounter and how I need to respond. So before I begin my daily routine, let me seek your divine plan of grace. Lord, as I move into expanded territory, your grace is the spiritual compass that will lead me into my new season. My mind may be hesitant because the road ahead is untraveled. However, grace says proceed. Anxiety may attempt to keep me stagnant, but grace pushes me into the next level and lack of experience may generate fear, but grace stands by to produce faith. Father, I am not aware of the panoramic view of your plan for my life, nor do I fully understand how my past afflictions will benefit me in the future, but I know Romans 8.23 assures me All things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Well, I love God 
and I absolutely have been called according to his purpose. So that means that all things are going to work together for good. I love it. So Father, as you unveil your perfect will for my life, help me to pray for your grace. When your grace opens doors for me, remind me that your your divine plan is at work. And when the task seems more than I can handle, please allow grace to speak words of faith to my spirit. Father, I know your purpose for my life can only be achieved with prayer, faith, and grace all working together. So as I seek you to fulfill your purpose, I also seek your grace to bring your divine plan into fruition. Based on Philippians chapter 1 verse 6, I know that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Well, this I believe. I receive it by faith, and I give you praise for your divine grace. You have begun a good work in me, Lord, and you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Psalm 84. For the Lord is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Lord of hosts, blessed is the man who trusts in you. No good thing will he withhold. Amen. So anything that he has taken or he is withholding is not a good thing. I receive that in Jesus' name. Amen. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind, thy will, thy will, thy will be done, not mine. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, oh well, (laughs) help me to believe and understand, you know what is best for me. Amen. I trust you, Lord. I love you and I appreciate your daily strength 
and fortitude. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. In Genesis chapter 22, verses 118, Abraham began walking with the Lord many years before he was asked to offer Isaac on the altar. His first step had to be to leave his home and his relatives and travel to the land that God would show him. But now he was being told to give up Isaac, who was the son of promise. Through Isaac, the Lord had promised to bring forth a great nation and bless the entire world. Abraham's obedience in this crucial test was based on his faith in God. He believed that the Lord would keep his promise to give him descendants through Isaac, even if it required raising the boy from the dead. That's why Abraham confidently declared to his servants that he and his son would return to them after worshiping. He knew the Lord was faithful. If you are going through a time of testing, God is seeking to increase your trust in him. He wants to prove to you that he's faithful to fulfill his promises. This challenge is designed to help you grow in faith, grow in obedience, and grow in spiritual maturity. The testing may be painful, but the Lord will wrap you in his love and carry you to victory. Amen. And In Touch Magazine, it's talking about rejecting unbelief. We know that Abraham, the father of the nation of Israel, waited for God to give him a son and he did not falter in unbelief or grow discouraged that his body was too old to produce an heir. He kept trusting the Lord even when earthly hope was gone. Well, none of us wants to struggle with unbelief, but it is the sin which so easily entangles us. Either we don't really believe in God's existence or we don't truly trust his character, that he's good and rewards those who seek him. We do this on a practical level, relying more on the evidence we gather by our senses than on what he says is true. That's when we fall into the wrongful thinking and that it's all up to us. Listeners, we must find our own way back to God. You have to trust that he is always going to provide what's best. Unbelief will not only hinder you, but can actually destroy you. So therefore, be like Abraham. Lay aside your doubts and make the conscious choice to believe that God exists and he rewards you with his best when you seek him. Keep trusting the Lord when your earthly hope is gone because that is when he receives the glory. Jesus, I believe you. 
please drive out my unbelief. Amen. In opinions and obedience, Hebrews 11 verse 7 says, By faith Noah, in reverence, prepared an ark and became an heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. When we read about Noah in Genesis, we see a clear picture of obedience. When God called him to build the ark, a task that seemed both impossible and illogical, Noah obeyed the Lord, despite what other people thought of him. So often we may think that when we obey God, everyone will support us and cheer us on, especially other believers. However, that's not always the case. When you choose the path of obedience, others may react negatively. People may criticize you because they simply don't understand what the Lord is doing through you. They may also be angry that you're doing things His way and serving His agenda instead of theirs from their influence. So it won't always be popular for you to obey God, but remember that his thoughts and his ways are higher than ours, and he is always right. When the Lord tells you to do something, don't focus on the circumstances or other people. If Noah had listened to his critics, he would have been swept away with everyone else. Instead, he chose to submit to the Lord and was saved. Trusting God is always the wisest course of action. Jesus, yours is the only opinion that matters. I will obey you. I thank you for saving me. You saved me, Lord. Thank you. Amen. And Matthew 14, 18 says, Bring them here to me. Right now, as you sit contemplating how you are going to accomplish everything that you must do, stop and give it to God. Surrender it all. Don't I always say that, listeners? I always say it. The reason it all feels so overwhelming for you is because you keep wrestling with him for control. We don't control anything. Let it go. He continues to introduce new interruptions, new burdens, and responsibilities until you realize that it was never yours to manage in the first place. Amen. Alleluia. When all the disciples had when all the disciples had were five loaves and two fishes, and Jesus called them to feed five thousand men plus all the women and children, that task seemed absolutely impossible. The disciples were already hungry and tired. And even though they wanted to obey the Lord, what he was asking was far beyond them. But it was an easy task for God, so much so that he produced an 
extra basket for each of the disciples to take with them. So your burdens are easy for God as well. Let it all go. Submit yourself to God. Be free. Be happy. Thank him for saving you. Tell him that you trust him to show you how to get everything done step by step. He makes the time. He provides the resources. He gives you the strength and wisdom and he even makes you swift for the task. So fix your eyes on Jesus. Take a deep breath, that's right. Take a deep breath. Relax and let him lead. Jesus, I trust you to lead me through all of this. That's it. Amen. And my favorite prayer, where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, There is no need. Listeners, you gotta join me in my peace. And that's where God is. Stay right there. Be right back in just a moment. Father, I seek you today because you are my power source. It's not enough for me to declare your words over my day. Empower me to align my actions with what I confess. I reject and repel all unbelief in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I command my mind and my heart to come into agreement with what you're saying about my life and future. I break every mental barrier that could keep me from accepting your truth. I decree and declare that I will be known by the good fruit that you choose for me to bring forth. In the name of Jesus, amen. Father, you have seated me in heavenly places in Christ. Give me a fresh revelation of who I am in you and the incredible access I have as your child. You are the only great and awesome God, and I ask humbly that you open my spiritual eyes to see things from your perspective, that I might pray with prophetic precision and annihilate the strongholds of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, amen. Father, I welcome another touch from you so that I can gain greater understanding of the things of the Spirit. Sharpen my spiritual senses to hear your words, taste your goodness, feel your presence, 
smell your aroma and see your glory, removing anything that would keep me from growing in my knowledge of you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you, Cindy Trim. Lord, I have been feeding on the wrong things, shallow things, empty things, things that won't fill me up and can't help me. And I seem to lose strength so quickly. I lose my grip on your precious truths that have kept me going through the years. So open your word to me, pour your life into me, renew my strength today. Amen. Dear Father, I look forward to meeting you in heaven. I'm so thankful for faith and positive, upbeat frame of mind in the face of devastating events in life. You are a good man. I love you. And I will also say, yes, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. Amen. Lord, sometimes I've wished that I could be anonymous and just go where I wanted to go and do what I want to do. But even if that were possible, I know that you would be there with me and your spirit would whisper, what are we doing here? I am glad for that, Lord, because I really, really, really do desire to please you. I will not put myself in a position where the Holy Spirit has to ask, what are you doing here? Amen. Powerful, powerful. God's way, day by day. I love it. All of these books just empower me so much. The immediate result of walking by the Spirit is not discovering which job to take, which person to marry, or which car to buy. The immediate result is that you will not carry out the desires of the flesh. To do one is not to do the other. And Paul does more than command us not to fulfill the desires of the flesh. The command is to live in dependency on and sensitive to the prompting of the Holy Spirit only. Saying no to the desires of flesh will be the natural outcome of walking in the Spirit. Amen. Galatians 5.16 Walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen. God's promises day by day. Happy are the meek. Happy are the yielded. Happy are those who trustingly put their lives, their fortunes, and their futures 
in the capable hands of their creator. Happy are those who let go and let God. Listeners, I am happy. Matthew 5 verse 3, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. My wish for you today is that you make yourself happy. You're well on the way since you started your day with Jesus. Since you are in the presence of God and you're turning over everything to him, every decision, every feeling, every thought, every movement. And voila, I promise you're going to be happy. (laughs) Bye for now.